0: In the words of Public Enemy's Chuck D, bringing the noise. On the Fifth Element Podcast Network, I am Charlie Taylor, and this is What's Good. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you've all had a good week, like it's in the circumstances. Today, well, for this episode, I keep saying today, but it's whenever you listen, it's whenever you're listening. It can be in the morning, noon, or night. Uh, but for this this episode of Oscars, um, another interview, of course, continuing our uh, lockdown lockdown season, uh, lockdown interview season. Uh, this one's a real good one. It's a real, it's a real good one. So, uh, uh, for this episode, I am interviewing uh, Junie who is a, a artist from uh, Michigan. I was put onto her music uh, literally a couple of, maybe a week before uh, this actual interview went down. Um, shout out to Ben, Hip Hop Numbers, Digging Digit's co-host. Um, he actually put me onto her um, via him being put onto another uh, another person. Um, so whoever that person was, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, he he just he just uh, gave me her name, and uh, he just said, "Bro, you need to peep this EP. It's fire." Um, he knew. He, I think he knew I'd rate it. <laughs> he, he knew I'd rate it. And uh, you know, I put it on uh, while doing some gardening, and uh, yeah, man, that was, it, it's it's a fire project. And the name of it is "Don't Stand Too Close." We do talk about that in the particular in this interview, um, and it's it's just. <sighs> I mean, I've, I've I guess it up during the interview, but I have to guess it up again because it's just a super clean EP. It's one of my favorites of this uh, this year, um, and that's saying something considering there's t- I've I've listened to so many EPs this year. It's actually stupid. Um, it's, it's, I, I think honestly, my EP list is going to be way better than my album list this, this year. I guarantee you that because there's just so much great EPs, uh, so many good EPs out there this year. Um, it's actually outstanding, and this one is uh, generally one of them. And uh, yeah, it's just it's. It's got that. It's, it's 50-50, You know, uh, dip in between hip hop and R and B. She just effortless, effortless, effortlessly, get my words right. Effortlessly f- uh, flows between both. Um, I do ask her about that in terms of uh, it was that you know a, a, a conscious decision decision. Um, and uh, it's a it's a very fascinating answer. Uh, but yeah, we we discuss her background. Obviously, uh, her. Uh, background in music what she used to listen to as a you uh, who she is as a person obviously at the start uh, we talk about games <laughs> briefly um, and also her uh, expertise in not just you know uh, doing the performance and the songwriting but also the um, engineering and also the producing she really is a triple threat in that in that fashion and it's just super refreshing um, so yeah I actually I hear her up on a whim um, I was just like, I need to talk, I need to know more about this woman right now, and, uh, luckily she obliged, and I'm, uh, totally grateful for that, so shout to Junie for that, and, uh, yeah, so, this was recorded a few, a few weeks ago, I think, um, pff, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know the specific but yeah, at least, uh, three weeks ago, so, um, uh, it doesn't really matter when, but uh, it's just uh, I just like to say when it's been done, just to flex my surplus of uh, <laughs> interviews so far. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be a real fun one. Uh, real uh, if, if if you listen to her music before this, I highly suggest you go pause and listen to it first. Then you'll completely understand where I'm coming from in terms of how good this, uh, how good she is right now. And uh, she does have some new work coming. So even if you you know listen and like it wait on it there's some there's some stuff coming so that's uh, that's all good and i'm excited for that but for now formalities before we begin have the email twitter ig and facebook in the uh, show notes the full show notes uh, there are some places right now i've recently changed to hosting platforms so uh, some for some of them uh, the full show notes are not there um so uh I, i'm trying i'm trying to figure that out as i go along to be honest it's pissing me off uh you know, regardless of that, it is then a the full show notes. so if you, if you are on the right platform, uh, hopefully you have it, and if you don't, let me know, uh, but yeah, apart from that, we <laughs> have Discord links as well, and, uh, all of that, all of that, all of that, but for now, I'll kick back and relax, another was good interview for you to listen to and enjoy, uh, my interview with Junie, hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> Junie, what is good, madam?
1: I'm well. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Um, yeah, thanks for doing some uh, kind of. I guess it's, it's short notice for me because I, I don't. I like to leave some time for people. Uh, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you uh, making the time uh, so so quickly after I. so quickly after I discovered you to be honest yeah Uh, but yeah great to have you um so I'd like to begin uh, every interview uh with well the beginning so uh where were you born uh what were you like uh, growing up and what was your environment like uh, as you grew up
1: um well I'm I'm out of Detroit Michigan um 21 years old um I grew up mostly an outsider um I was kind of always like to myself like I was really cool with a lot of people and really friendly but um I was more so an outsider like I never really fit inside of a a specific group um yeah
0: okay okay fair enough um in terms of just I guess like outsider like explain that a bit more because like you said obviously you were good with other people Mm -hmm. but also outside at the, the same time. So, well, how 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 do you, how would you explain that more in terms of just being outside? Was it just how you, uh, from what you did, or just from how you acted different between uh, uh, different two people, or yeah? How, yeah, <laughs> I think it
1: that. was. I think it was some of both. Honestly, I think it was that, and then just I don't know. I guess how people saw me. You know, what I mean, because I'm I'm like a, a laid back person, but when it comes down to hanging out with all females. You know, I just never really fit in with that because I was like, OK, well, I'm not really out here chasing boys. You know, I kind of was more into video games like I was just way more. I just had different stuff, you know. And then with the guys, you know, I mostly have guy friends, to be honest. Right. Um, so I kind of fit in with them more a little bit because I was had stuff in common. You know, like they play video games, went outside, you know, so it was it was that kind of thing. Um But then it's kind of like when it did come to the time where I was getting into dating and stuff, it's like I kind of was in the middle because it's like, okay, well, you know, the guys kind of see me as like friends. And then so, yeah, it was always like two worlds.
0: Yeah, I I can see where you're coming from. It's just an interesting, uh, I guess it'd be an interesting dynamic in that sense when it just uh, it, it hits different, I guess, when you when you. uh. When when you get up in age, it just, it just yeah. starts uh, getting it, it starts getting confusing, right? <laughs> <laughs> as, most, as most people can relate to. Um, just for just to derail the conversation, what, what kind of video games were you into? Say that again now. Just to derail the conversation, what uh video games were you into?
1: Oh um yeah, I love Sims. I love Sims. I lo- I'm a huge Call of Duty fan. Um and Hitman and Ooh, good shot. yes good hitman shot. is is a i just i have to get hitman 2 though the new one but i did beat the one prior to that so yeah i love video what game. from
0: from a few years ago
1: um yeah i think the new one that they have i think came out in 2019 i believe right. like it was recent right. but i did i don't have that one but the one before that i did beat
0: okay uh, well, at least one of us did
1: <laughs> right it was long and it was like really it was hard but i love it because it was so interesting like i love hitman
0: yeah, no, him as him as a classic, him as a total classic. Love that kind of stuff. And Sims as well. I used to play that back in the day from like yeah. like going from high school and just uh, uh just play like Sims 3 for like at least for, like four hours. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just it's four a great hours game. getting back from school, just slap on some Sims. It's great. This is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, so in terms of um, I guess uh, I guess we'll uh, jump into music in uh, in a way. Uh, what kind of music were you uh? being exposed to uh coming up not just in terms of just like obviously what you wanted to discover but what were you uh what were like your 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 family or just like your friends or whatever what were they exposing to you and did any of that actually stick to you um in hindsight
1: um yes mostly um i grew up like i lived with my um stayed with my dad mostly too like when i was younger that was like back and forth you know between both homes but you know when i was with my dad we mostly played um it was mostly like soul mostly, but a lot of like soul like jazz like um Stilly Dan. I love Stilly Dan. I still listen to them today. They are they are one of my favorite, um, I guess you can say collectives or um studio band. Um intelligent, like just genius, genius. Like the way they put together music is just uh it's very interesting to me. Um that, the temptations, you know, um the OJs, like just a lot of, you know, groups like that. So that's really what i grew up on mostly and okay, then when that's, then with my so mom great. it was uh my mom it was more like you know some singing records uh some gospel um yeah i would say that hip-hop were you were
0: you, were you into that kind of stuff as well
1: um yeah I yeah i'm actually into into a lot of different genres you know like it was really it's really wide it's really wide like they just play whatever so i mostly grew up hearing the songs and like, I can know them and sing them, but, um, it would take for me mostly to get into the artist myself to know like, Oh, they made that song too. Or, you know, mm. um, which I, which I do a lot of now. So
0: yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, we'll get into that in a bit. But, um, so after that, and, uh, when you, I guess, coming into more of your own, um, and starting to discover your own stuff, um, what, was what was what was that what was that music uh in terms of just like your own personal journey i guess
1: um well i would say mostly it started with uh T D E, kendrick lamar um mostly um as a lot of people know i'm a huge <laughs> huge huge fan of kendrick lamar yeah. um so i mostly grew up on on them, you know, then getting into like Biggie Smalls. I definitely got into more hip hop though, when I started on my own journey it was more hip hop because that's when I started to write my own music. So right. it mostly came into hip hop and then, you know, I started getting to Kendrick, Biggie, um, Tupac, you know, uh, some older hip hop groups, some underground artists, you know, I just really started to discover the hip hop world really. So mm. um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it, you know, and then it just kind of cycled down to, you know, getting into some more R&B, some more jazz um and so forth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um so in terms of uh songwriting, you said that you obviously started writing at that point. Um what was the um I guess what was the I guess what was the process at that point in terms of like actually why did you even start songwriting? Was it just because you were you enjoyed these these particular artists so much or was it just literally like something to do?
1: Why did I start writing? You say.
0: Yeah, in the, in the first place.
1: Well, well, honestly, I was always writing. I was always writing like stories and poetry. So that was okay. mostly the start. Um, you know, in school, like when I was younger, I was just always writing something, and I would just like share them because English is my favorite class. So I mm. would always like write just random stories to my teacher. I don't know why, but I used to just give them to her. You know, um, and like poems and stuff. And I just I just really liked writing. And then you know, it soon turned into. You know, I guess writing music songs. Actually, the very first song that I wrote was a gospel song. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know where it is, but that was the very first like full song that I wrote. I was probably like nine or ten or something.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So super, so super young. That's mad. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, <laughs> are, you are you talking about uh delivering just uh, giving your teachers just random stuff? Is I guess that's what. Uh, you guys over there call extra credit <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah that's 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 kind of fascinating in terms of just how early it was for you so in terms of your, um, I guess, career uh, so far, um, from what I gathered um, in the short amount of time, uh, is that you put yourself as like you know not just obviously um, uh, a rapper and a songwriter and a little bit of singing as well, but you also produce and engineer. Um, so obviously, I guess writing came first. Uh, when did the producing and the engineering come come after that?
1: Um well the the production came in 2014 um and that's when I got got a Macbook and I started in GarageBand um and after then I started to really get into you know crafting my own instrumentals and stuff and it mostly came from the fact that I couldn't just buy, you know, beats since I was so young so I couldn't just, you know, didn't know where to start. So I was like, well why not just do it myself? And mostly because I do enjoy the process of creating music. So, you know, I just kinda picked up on that and I've been doing that ever since. And then the engineering came. Um well the mixing I always kind of mixed the stuff because even when I would send it to the engineer that I was working with at the time, um, I would still mostly have to do the mixing myself. Like, oh can you turn this up? Can you adjust this, turn it down? So I was kinda mixing it while not really being there. Um, and then after a while, I started to mix and master my own stuff all together. So, yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, is that I guess uh, was that was there ever like a I guess a learning curve in terms of that? Because from how I talk to some people in terms of how when they come to um, production in that, um, there's always a there's always a distinct I guess learning curve for that. But I mean, I can. I don't want to answer the question for you, but like the fact that you engineer as well, I find kind of fascinating because I don't, I don't, it, it, I find, I find it rare when people, uh, I find it rare having, seeing people do both, both sides of it. Cause obviously engineering sides, I guess, um, is kind of like a unsung, uh, kind of skill. Um, so where, where was the, uh, when, when did this start, I guess, uh, from, uh, in terms of music you said you started production in 2014 and uh from why i you only started dropping um wellfire Bank anyway from from 2019 so what was the i guess uh in between that gap what was the uh what, what was the uh, i guess the reason for doing stuff i guess like was it did you just um for just just to do it and just to hone skills or was it yeah um it was some
1: of that in resources um you know because mostly it's like just to work like i don't know i I think it's more of the way that i work i like to do things on my own time and for however long that i want to do them so you know i find it that when i do usually would include other engineers you know you it's just like okay you have to do everything on their time and then you know just the back and forth with the sender mixes and everything so it's kind of just like You know, I find it to be a little tedious at times, and I'm kind of like a, I like to work through it, you know, like I'm the type to kind of sit there and do it, you know, for at least 10 hours, you know, at minimum, you know, um, just to record, mix, master everything, you know, and go back to it if needed, but you know, like, you know, not really counting in the ear breaks and, you know, to kind of refresh the ears and everything, but I don't know, I just hate really waiting for mixes, like, so long, for, like, weeks and days, like, I just don't like doing it, because I'm, I'm for certain that I might have to make changes, and then you have to tell them that, and then if they don't get it right, it's a lot, so, you know, um, it mostly came for that, um, from that, uh, unless I'm, unless I'm there with them, of course, but. Um, yeah. yeah and then to kind of just really learn myself as well you know I think it's it's nice to know how to record yourself and and to be able to do light mixes if you can't mix the whole track entirely so yeah
0: yeah yeah you don't know, have to be honest with it impatience it's just like you know it's just waiting on these waiting on people sucks yeah
1: right? and I and I am you know I have to admit I am kind of in, impatient like I know things <laughs> take time but you know I think too much like I'm not gonna wait a week just for the first you know mix like i just don't want to do that yeah like, yeah so
0: yeah that's no. i, I completely agree totally, totally agree on that point um so were you dropping anything uh i guess uh, before before uh 2019 or was it just uh is it, it, just i haven't dug dug deep enough <laughs>
1: um yeah actually the first project that was released was in 20 20- um, yeah it was in twenty fourteen actually I was actually in a duo um with my brother, which is no no longer but okay. um yeah we we did something together for some years and we dropped like a small e p in twenty fourteen right. um which is oh those are all on the soundcloud, so I did something in twenty fourteen then we did something else in twenty sixteen and then I dropped like my own little e p in twenty seventeen It was kind of like a test run to see like okay um how I could mix my own tracks and put them out there and how they would sound um and then yeah but starting from 2014 and up was project releases
0: okay so how was that um working with uh working with him in terms of just like uh i guess recording dynamics like what was his job what was your job and uh um yeah what was it what was the dynamics like and, and especially compared to like now where you're doing you know pretty much everything uh, uh by yourself if need to
1: hmm. Well, um, well, honestly, the music, the music part of it was mostly it was mostly my thing. Um, you know, right. it, it wasn't really, I guess, something that he really wanted to do. Um, so, of course, when you when you have someone who's not as interested in it, you know, you, of course, have to pick you because you're interested in it. You like, OK, you know what you need to do. Like, so I was always the one to to do majority of it. Right. Um, he's a great he's a great writer, though. But I did mostly everything, you know, as far as the promo um, until we ran into the manager that I have now, and then it became me and him, so, yeah.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure, um, so let's just jump into, uh, I guess, um, the recent works in terms of Under you, under Your Name, um, I listened to, uh, <laughs> I listened to the Uma Thurman EP today, um, and, I mean, I'll probably uh, before before uh, this uh, you know interview drops itself. I'm I'm be gassing this up a lot, but like it really there's a there's an essence there of like um, similar to how you were describing, you know growing up in that in terms of just how you were you know y- you can you can mix you can mingle with people, but you're still gonna do your own thing. And I feel like that's the, that's the sense I get, especially when it comes to your music so far. Um, and especially with that particular EP, um, question coming soon, but just to guess a bit more, <laughs> um, there was a, there, the, yeah, it's just like a real, um, there's a real authentic, uh, genuine roots, I guess there, but you're not, but you're, but you're not just like, you know, um, I guess, uh, getting bogged down in that kind of stuff you're still trying to keep it fresh as well so that's uh commendable on that front uh tell me about that recording process uh, for recording that particular ep and obviously uh, by the title you're a big fan of her uh, kill bill and especially by the by the artwork uh why 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 that why that concept i guess firstly and uh secondly uh just how was that process in terms of working with obviously another producer
1: Um, Well, mostly, um, okay, so firstly, it started off with uh, my friends who are actually amazing artists um, Dango and uh, Ronnie. And they were working oh. with those two producers, which are straight bangers, and they are in New York. And so after I had saw what they were doing with them, I had like, you know, I was excited because I'm like, oh, my goodness, like the artwork was so good. They had the vinyls, everything. Everything just seemed so great and like put together. And so I was interested and I wanted to do something with them. And so I had hit him up and, you know, because um, in my bio, it says, you know, um, uh, when I get older, I want to be I want to be on my when I grow up. So. That's what it has always said, and so he was just like, "Yeah, I kind of have an idea." And then he was like, um, "What about calling it Uma Thurman?" And then I was just like, "We just stuck with that," and it was that ever since. Um, but they're great producers, though. Um, they're really, they they really, they're really, um, they're really tan- talented. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it was fun though. It was fun just recording it though, and just playing through the beats and everything. Um, it was quite a struggle because my laptop actually broke in the middle of all of that, so I had <laughs> to wait like you know, and then I wasn't working, so I couldn't really afford to get it fixed. So I was just Mm -hmm. like stressing and wondering when it was going to get done and everything. So yeah, but it got done and it came out. We were supposed to release it, um, sooner than it did come out, but some difficulties, but it was cool though.
0: Yeah, no, for for sure. If any, if if anyone is listening, honestly, like if you just hop on bank and give it, give it a listen to be honest, it's great. But, um, uh, I've noticed that you've have been uh, obviously talking about, obviously, um, you know, working with other people, and has it entirely been remote, um, in terms of just working with others?
1: Um, well, honestly, I've I've opened up more to that because I I didn't used to really. I mean, honestly, it was more of I guess me not knowing where to look for these people at, or you know, not right. really having a way for them to connect with me. Um, so because I just made my Instagram in like 2017, so you know, as I began to to put more things out on the social medias, you know, that's when more people started to come in. Like, oh, hey, you know, I want to work. Mostly when I dropped the Uma Thurman project, um, that's when more people were really eyes open. And then after I did the the Reason Challenge, that's when everything really started to open up more. Um, because actually prior to the Don't Stand Too Close Volume One project, I was working on the another ep that i had produced entirely myself and that one was basically done but once i heard the beats that they were sending like something just told me to just flip the switch and so i just ended up writing everything within like january and february and yeah and then that's just what stuck so yeah
0: that's fair that's pretty P, fair enough that's good that's good as long as long, you know, as, long as it. Gets done, I guess. You know, it's, 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 it doesn't really matter where where you are. But I, I just find that I I just find that interesting in terms of just obviously how people um, do things now, and obviously in this world we're in at the moment in terms of climate, uh, it's it, it is kind of more, I guess, a prerequisite at this point. Um, hopefully not for long, but <laughs> that's just how it is at the moment. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it's kind of an interesting angle uh, in terms of just how to do things because i feel like most people usually stick um local and you know if they if they don't have a local means then they just uh, they just like find get the, get all the stuff themselves and do it via that and then hopefully just find some people but um now it's, it's interesting you man- managed to find them but so you mentioned don't stand too close um so might as well just jump right into that um you haven't heard it yet, but uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, I'm dropping uh, my other podcast, and we, we, me and uh, me and Ben shout to him. Uh, just, uh, just gushed to be to uh, in one word over it. Uh, Is it's just it's just super refreshing. Like I said, in terms of a uh, you know, most of your music, to be honest, it really has a um, there's a soulfulness there, but there's but the beat slap at the same time, but and at the same time, it's not just. Hip hop was also R and B elements in there. Um, before I get into the before I get into the EP specifically, obviously um, you're talking about uh, beforehand, talking about um, you know in terms of what you listened to and what you were exposed to. Did you always want to uh, really balance the scales in between hip hop and R and B, and also you know rapping and singing? Was that always a um, was that a fo- Was that a uh, what's the word? Um, a focused decision, for lack of a better phrase.
1: Um. Well, firstly, I started off singing actually, and then I, okay. then I had gotten into rapping, and then rapping became the like forefront like the main thing that i was working on because i was so nervous to sing like ever, for whatever reason if somebody were to ask me to rap i would do it but when people asked me to sing i was just really really nervous and I, I just i don't know maybe it wasn't me feeling like i was ready and i just really wanted to work on it more to where i got comfortable enough to be able to just sing it as quick as i would rap so um and then after a while i honestly started to balance it out more you know and kind of want to really sing more um and bring that to the forefront because i kind of felt like I was hiding it in a way because I'm like, okay, well, I put it in there sometimes, but I don't really sing, you know, so, um, so I think it was in 2017 when I released my June, my little June EP, which are all singing tracks. Um, that's when I started to really implement singing more and, you know, and just really adding more of those tracks into my projects and even doing covers and whatnot. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure uh do you have a preference if, if i like if it was like a one to go, go kind of thing
1: <laughs> um well i well, typically when somebody asks me to do something i usually just rap first like i guess that's just be my <laughs> first response because i don't know i just feel like i give more impact that way i don't know i guess it depends on the mood honestly it depends on mm-hmm. the mood so if i'm somewhere where it's like relaxed then i'll just sing but i guess it depends
0: yeah Shower singing, car rapping. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, completely, I completely get it. Um but luckily we don't have to live in that sort. Sophie's choice parallel universe, it's all good. Um so yeah, let's jump into, right into the EP because um uh I, I don't know, I don't really know where to begin, uh, in terms of actually just talking about the track specifically, but I guess overall what was the uh, what was the goal for uh, this particular EP?
1: Um well it was mostly just to kind of get um I wanted to really kind of give people something to feel like. It was more of like an introduction to me, I guess. Um, And it's called Don't Stand Too Close because, for one, I really don't like standing too close to people. Like, I don't like when people stand too close to me. But it's more of, I guess, getting close to someone or being in that way and then just for them to leave. So, I guess, abandonment. um, Some things were in there, I guess, being afraid to get hurt or hurting someone else. So, kind of was was on the balance of those two things um but yeah it was mostly for to just get people to feel some things I talk about like communication within the project communication is very important um so on callback that's what I covered all real we got some like some relationship stuff going on in there um I talk about some theories in life on Kendrick's theory um or some questions and some some you know just kind of philosoph uh talking about different things basically questions that I have so yeah
0: yeah for sure there's a I mean you already covered you already covered it <laughs> make My life easy in terms of just like there are a lot of uh, uh, there are a lot of interesting themes I guess uh, uh, covered throughout um, there was one there was one uh, in terms of just a uh, in terms of uh, Kendrick's theory right and uh, it's it's the first it's the first time I've seen somebody um, in their art uh reference kendrick in that way um which is which is kind of uh fascinating for me as a kendrick fan um <laughs> it's just is kind of just like the, fir- the first it was the first track i saw and i was just uh, i was just like and then obviously heard the uh obviously the um the the the, the passage at the start of it and uh, yeah that, that was that's, that's just a po- poetry poetry slam kit uh click for me um <laughs> It's it's great, but um, so what is it? Uh, what, not not to uh get it away from you, but like, what is it? Uh, just indulge me as a as a fellow Kendrick fan. Like, what what is it uh about him that makes it that makes I guess uh, worthy of a Kendrick theory? I guess. Uh, what was it? Was it about him uh, um, for you?
1: Well, like I say, he was because honestly, it was Kendrick that that um, I guess woke up the spirit of hip hop in me i would say because it was when i was like 13 and this was like this is the moment i will always remember because actually i was like down in the basement and on the radio like the radio was like really low and um don't kill my vibe was playing i think it was on the part when he was like okay I opened in my double listen to Kendrick, so like I was like really low. So when I heard it, I went to turn up the radio, and I was like, "Who is this?" And then like from that very moment, I said, "Okay, I have to change the way I do everything." Like I need to because what I was writing about before was like, "Oh, money, this," you know, pretty much my environment, you know, um, what I heard other people talking about, like just stuff that was like not important. And so right. when I heard him, I was like, OK, well, this sounds like it means something like it sounds like he's putting a lot of emotion into it, like the way he flowed over the the beat and the way the style changed. And when it came back into the rest of the song, like I was just so amazed. And ever since that moment, you know, I started to really ever like literally ever since that day, I just really started to write different and you know just really start to to try to make something that means something you know something that people can go back and listen to or you know to to try to give the feeling he gave me to someone else so um ever since then that's what it has been and you know I just hold that moment very close to my heart so yeah
0: Yes, um, sort of direct influence in that sense.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, that's that's great. That's great. Um, it's the, the, the <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's it's fascinating because like I've always this is the first time, um, obviously in uh my life in terms of thinking about long term and just like waiting for um artists that are inspired by uh insert name here because I've obviously because you've obviously you can see it with others uh from from back in the day and uh it's, it's it, you can see that direct lineage mm-hmm. but I've never seen above I've, I've obviously hasn't been long enough um for. Uh, to have uh, for for direct inspirations to come from uh f- to come from these you know Kendrick's and Coles and right. uh, you know, and and people, that style literally just over a decade ago. Um, so it's uh it's really uh exciting. Yeah, and it <laughs> as, mostly as, came as from fan.
1: you know it kind of came from like in continuation sort of of uh, Absol's outro on mm-hmm. um section eighty. So. You know, he was asking this question like what's your life about? Enlighten me. Is you gonna learn so, you know, on those parts and then that's why you hear those questions in Kendrick's theory where I go on like is it real, is it hitting and you know and kinda of go on about those things. So um yeah.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um so what have the what have the um responses been so far, apart from me <laughs> apart from me gushing? Or oh, what's the see the will see? uh What's the feedback been so far in terms of the project itself?
1: Um, it was shockingly, it was, it was really like, it was amazing. Like it was more than what I thought, you know, it would be, um, you know, people really, really seem to enjoy it. So I'm excited about it. Um, they are excited about it. They really enjoyed it. They seem to really like all real Kendrick's theory and let me know. That seemed to be what people really, really enjoy.
0: Do you have a I feel I feel like asking this to to Twice it feels like uh they 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 have this uh oh, I can't pick they're all great. But yeah. like do you do you personally have a favorite at the moment?
1: Um yes, I would say my favorite are those three. Honestly, um oh, there you go. There you yeah, go. <laughs> I would say my my favorite are those three. Um in offering.
0: Yeah. Nah, uh, for yeah, for sure I think uh, I think I think offering's a good shout. Um it's probably all real for me in terms of Yeah, actually that if, the, I, had to, if the, I had to pick one
1: um, yeah, actually that one that one was like a a real it was a surreal moment as well because actually the guy who produced that which is Wildfire, um, he actually produced Kendrick Lamar's Average Joe and Cushy Carithians. So oh, Yeah. Man, so man. because actually it was crazy how even that happened because back in September I had um put this video up under this double XL tweet about J. Cole and it kind of, you know, really picked up some, some attention, but I had already uh-huh. been following wildfire on Twitter. Um And so I had sent it to him on Instagram. Why well, I don't know why I said to him. I just wanted his feedback, you know? Yeah, um yeah. And he had said, he saw it, blah, 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 blah. He wanted me to send him some work. This was in 2019. And then when the challenge came around, which was like six months later, that's when he followed me back. And then he sent me, like a folder of beats and that's the one that came out and he also produced kendrick's theory as well so yeah
0: nice it Shout was out. just crazy Shout how out, we lined up cool. <laughs> yeah oh, that, must,
1: that, must
0: have been, that must have been quite um that must have been quite surreal
1: yeah it really was because i was i wasn't seeing it coming and those two were actually like two of the last tracks that got added onto the project um yeah. that kind of replaced some other tracks so yeah
0: How long did the project take in terms of just from start to finish? How long did it take for you?
1: Um, Well, I started at the end of January. I think I started January 22nd. I wrote and recorded. Very specific. um, Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, Because I wrote I Wanna and All Real. I wrote those two in the same day. And then um, everything else kind of flowed. So I would say from there until like maybe the third week of February. So I want to say it took about a month
0: right typically it
1: takes longer but
0: it could have been longer
1: yeah i said typically it takes longer but oh right okay yeah
0: okay fair enough well okay in terms of that um digging into that a bit more um how do you i guess uh approach like a day of um a day of recording like uh, do you just lock yourself in a room for 12 hours or whatever and just like may have make like have a goal in in mind for that particular day, or do you just like a little bit every day like or, or does it just happen if it happens? You catch the holy Ghost and all that,
1: yeah, mostly when I hear like if I hear a beat that I really really like, am I mostly just kind of you know say just random stuff, and if it sticks to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to get this now, then I usually just jump right into writing it at that very moment, and then I usually go right into recording. And then sometimes I will jump right into mixing it or at least put in a light mix on it so I can hear how it sounds as a collective. Um, and that's usually how it goes, honestly. Um, after I hear it, then I just write it and record, mix, master and everything.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. It's, 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 like I need to just like drive this home of the fact that you literally, you know, can... You, know, you don't have to do everything, but you do. And that's like, you know... Is, is a, i think it is a rare uh a rare thing um especially for you know someone who's 21 it's kind of uh it's kind of crazy to think about <laughs> so uh props to, you, props to you, you on that front yeah
1: on this one i, uh, I had to um well someone else did pro- they engineered um his name is donnie he actually produced i wanna let me know um, and call back. And he engineered. I he engineered. Um, let me know and all real. He engineered those two. I mixed them, but he kind of did it as well. So yeah, yeah.
0: Fair enough. Um, I kind of want to get existential. Um, in terms of where you're at, because obviously you're hanging from you're from, uh, you're hanging from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I've had this, I've had this uh th- thought in the past uh in the past year. Um, in terms of how um, Detroit artists um, have this, uh, I would say, like, I guess more tight-knit um, community compared to, especially compared to other cities, um, you could see it from, you know, you have, like, examples back in the day, like, you know, 90s West Coast, like, everyone everyone was working with everyone, you know, um, and, you know, you can name others, uh, other cities, but... I feel like at this point, at this moment in time, for like uh, you know, for albums like uh, Apollo Brown's *Detroit from Last Year*, um, where it literally had like I forget the number, but a stupid amount of features, right. and they were all Detroit artists. Um, how do you feel in terms of like being a Detroit artist? Do you have that kind of? Uh, I don't know what I don't know how to phrase it um obviously not nationalism but i guess cityism <laughs> just like do you do you, i guess do you rep for uh, detroit in the way that you know um is uh, i guess evident in uh a lot of other artists in some other cities mm-hmm.
1: i mean i'm proud from where i come from you know i'm proud to be you know i mean shoot jay dillow is from here so i mean um <laughs> that's a dub <laughs> yeah it is it's an automatic um automatic so dub. um yeah you know I, I don't really speak about it a lot i mean in my music i don't think i've ever mentioned i think i have one verse where i mentioned which isn't out but i did mention you know like where um the city that i was in but um but yeah, I don't really I don't really mention it a lot. I mean, I would love to work with more Detroit artists and you know, like I said, it's a lot of talented people in this city like, and I've come across them more and more, you know, as I put stuff out and they react and then I listen to their music and I'm like, wow, like it's so much talent um, out here. So and it's not really the, the typical trap, you know, trap detroit um which isn't bad but you know that's usually what what you hear from detroit so when i hear other kinds of music other kinds of hip-hop you know it's it's definitely exciting so
0: yeah for now yeah for sure there's um uh yeah there's a there's there's genuinely like a good uh i guess foundation of you know um genuine hip-hop music um coming out of there and it's um you know it's this is is real it's real it's real good to see you from afar uh, for sure um you mentioned earlier on um that you were talking about um i think uh, uh, in terms of listening to uh you know soul and uh gospel elements and stuff like that um obviously in your music you have a lot of um obviously it's firmly you know hip hop foundations but you have also um, elements obviously R&B as well uh if it, when it comes to stuff like obviously uh, you know sampling and um, and just and just discovering um, other sounds to you know incorporate um how is that i guess process uh, for you and what do you kind of uh, what's the, what, what do you kind of look for i guess in a uh either in a sample or in just uh trying to um do so- add something that is not strictly hip hop i guess
1: um i don't know i mean whatever honestly it's like whatever whatever comes out honestly is how i would how i would say um i don't necessarily look for anything specifically um i kind of just let the the feeling that i feel when i hear it kind of determine how i go about it what i add in it um how i choose to deliver on the song so yeah i I wouldn't say that i go in there with my mind set on like oh this has to sound like this gospel type thing or hip-hop you know it's kind of like whatever comes out and i just let that be you know what it is
0: okay that's that's fair enough i only asked that because obviously there's such a there is such a balance um there is such a balancing act and it doesn't feel you know Two, two over this way or two over that way is very um there's just like a good I guess healthy diet of a of, of a lot of, of a lot of good things so that's, that's the only reason I asked uh, in terms of that but um, that's, that's very interesting but um, yeah so um, I guess uh, I well in terms of finishing up uh, what have you got going on uh, obviously. That's a bit of a dumb question these days, but um, um, in terms of uh, I guess uh, music and stuff, what else have you got going on?
1: Um, well, well, right about now, if quarantine wasn't happening, then I probably would be doing you know some some shows and you know just really mm-hmm. trying to get out there and push the the project. Um, but um, right now I, I am like working on Volume Two, um, which probably won't be out until a couple of months, but I am trying to get Volume Two finished. Um, yep. Yeah. And then I think that's really it though. Just just volume two got a couple of got some features going on, um, which I i hope can really come out. Um yeah. and then yeah, I think I think that's really it.
0: That's fair enough. Um so obviously after mentioned the quarantine stuff. Um I like to uh with this interview series I'm currently um doing, obviously during all this, um I like to ask uh for just, uh, I guess, uh, quarantine vibes, what are you, uh, what, what's on your regular rotation at the moment? What are you listening to? What you, uh, what have you been, uh, what have you, what have you been feeling? Um, that doesn't have to be new music, but like, uh, just whatever you're listening to.
1: Well, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, well, like recently, recent, recent, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, Clark sisters. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? I've listened to that. Um, I can't really think, um, for the past two days, it's honestly been, been like gospel. But before that, I would say, um, Sir, Sir's album and, um,
0: which one? Chasing Summer or November?
1: Yep. Chasing Summer. Okay. A great album. Um, what else? I can't really think off the top of my head, but I would say that in Quadrant, Quadrant, um, that's
0: really it okay fair enough <laughs> that's good that's good it's always a uh, like to get these recommendations out um all right so it's, uh, it's been good but I also like to finish uh, as, as every interview uh with a top five uh I like to also you know always 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 stipulate you know it's just uh it's your top five it could be it doesn't even really have to be about music um, it could be about food or whatever it doesn't really matter films or TV shows um so yes yeah, it's, uh, it's your top five but uh you have to give it the top five. So, what's your top five?
1: Um, <laughs> let me see. These questions <laughs> always get me. Um, let's see. I would say top five. Um, not in any order, but I would say like Erica Badu, Kendrick Lamar. Um,
0: Are we going artists here, by the way. Say what now? We just going top five artists, or?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. yeah, I would say Kendrick Lamar, Erica Badu, Amy Winehouse, um, Steely Dan. Um I'm trying to think. Uh <laughs> who else? Um wait, how many is that right there? Four? Yeah. Four and then I would say um Isaiah Rashad.
0: Okay. Good job. That's it's a nice collective mix. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Alright, well, um Junie, thank you so much for your time. Um look forward to uh, I guess uh following you for next uh, however long and, uh, you know, I look forward to what you got next, uh, cause you know, some good stuff out already and, uh, yeah, i just, um, all, all the best to you. Honestly. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, that was my interview with Junie. Um, I, this is, this is a pure, um, just indulgence for me in terms of just, uh, you know, in, terms of interviewing because uh I I I know for a fact that not a lot of people know of Junior right now but I hope in time people will um because I truly think she has a genuine you know uh, just she she has just found a style that I personally really rate um it's not just a fact that she's a big fan of Kendrick like I am let's just get past that it's not about that I think personally you know just as As her as an artist uh, She's uh, super clean And just so early on At 21 years old that is actually crazy to think about Um, But yeah The the tandem on the songs themselves Just ooze off Like the rapping is sublime The the singing, sublime You know what I mean So uh, if you haven't given a listen to Junie Like you were supposed to before this interview I did say at the start Go do it now, please Just go do it I'm not bullshitting, you know, I rarely guess about artists uh, uh, this much, but I think it's generally worth it, but anyway, uh, regardless of that, I hope you enjoyed this interview, I found it a really, uh, I think, a real decent one actually, it took, um I personally, you know, in critiquing myself, I feel like uh, I, I, it was a kind of a, a slow start to begin with, but I think once we got into it, I think it got um, very, you know, there was, there was some detail in there, once we got into the music, I think, um, I think she's one of those people that, you know, obviously from the title of the EP, Don't Stand Too Close. I feel like she, you know, likes to let the music speak for itself kind of thing um, and not talk about, you know, her so much if you, if you get if you catch my drift um but regardless of that i think it was a very good interview um if you know in my in my humble opinion <laughs> in my in my humble opinion but yeah once we got to the music it was uh it was uh, it was just less off in there and it was uh she she just real she gave some real great detail and uh, it's kind of what i wanted in terms of uh just uh you know getting to know her and getting to know her music uh, specifically because um don't know if you guys know this, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm officially a fan right now. <laughs> I'm officially a fan of this of this size right here, but uh, anyways. Uh, regardless of that, from the Fifth Element Podcast Network, I have been Charlie Taylor, and this has been What's Good. Music has been Baxter by Brock Berrigan and Flourish by Axion. You can find both of uh, those tunes... Via their Bandcamp links in the description below. Thanks to Chop Records for the ability to use these songs. You can also find Chop Records discography in the Bandcamp link in the description below. (sighs) You have no idea how many times I had to record. (laughs) I am out of it today. But anyway, (laughs) hope you have a good week. I shall always try and do the same. A real boss interview coming up next week. Stay tuned for that one. But until then, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen.